Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. What's up, what's up, everybody? It's episode 154 of Value Town. I'm Chan Man V, and today we've got Gara, of course, joining me as always. What's up, buddy? Um, not much. Just happy that the patch is out and we have a lot of new cool Hearthstone to play. Yeah, for sure. You <laughs> moved on me again, dude. You are the worst about censoring on this camera. I swear, it's gonna—I'm it's gonna have to be moving it throughout the show. Uh, but we've got a special guest today who actually, actually, you haven't been on Value Town in a while, right? So when's the last time you were on yeah. the show, Nyria? I think it was around two years ago. Yeah. Oh my God, man. Back on. <laughs> but we got Nyria joining the show, obviously one of the best players. He's a player that was, you know, competing in the world's finals fresh off that. But, uh, how you doing, man? Um, I'm doing well. haven't played much recently but um i, I watch a lot of streams so i kind of know what's up so you're just taking a break i mean what, what's the deal like not playing uh i usually don't play in the start of the season much mm. i try to hype it up myself so i can uh, go more games in the late season yeah makes sense it's kind of like me I thought all the pros played in the beginning, you know, and just like yeah, highly competitive, you know, rank 10, <laughs> rank 9 is highly competitive. But it, uh, yeah, I think it sounds like you're, you're taking more of a, uh, an efficient approach, which is like, let those guys get to legend and I'll just do my grind. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yes, I'm very efficient. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, guys, um, you know, if you guys didn't know, you know Value Town is uh, supported by uh, the patrons at patreon.com slash Value Town. You guys are the ones that make the show happen. Also, HS Replay, this this uh, um, you know show and episode is brought to you by hsreplay.net too. So go and check out that site. We'll be talking about about the site a lot during this episode, so be prepared for that. But today's going to be all about talking about post-patch. And now that it's been out for uh, a little bit over a day now, um, we want to really talk about just how people are, uh, you know, how people are reacting to it. Maybe got some stats on the first uh, eight to ten hours, you know, and how people, um, you know, reacted immediately to it. So we'll be talking about that. We're talking about uh, so we're spotlighting a deck, Kingsbane Rogue, just since I know a lot of people were talking about it pre-patch. So I figured we would, uh, you know, kind of uh, get get a chance to really discuss it thoroughly, given that it's a pretty interesting and fun deck. And then uh, we've got uh, Mechatorx Workshop returning. So we actually got three cards that, uh, you know, some fans and patrons made. And so it's always a good way to get give some ideas to Blizzard. And we want to do it every once in a while. So made, made sure that a few few of the guys um, that have been submitting cards were uh, going to be included in it. And then Q&A, as always, at the end, go ahead and email those questions to Valuetown at chainmanb.tv. And we'll try to get them on. All right, well, why don't we start off with uh, just how you guys are doing? You know, I think the, the last show that we did, it was literally the last day of the season. So I know Gara had to rush off and <laughs> really get in that NA grind, at least the last few hours of NA grind. But um, but yeah, just how did you guys end up doing? Maybe start with Nerea. Uh, what servers um, did you compete on? I tried a bit Europe to just to get out of the dumpster. Uh, I haven't got much time to play after Worlds. Mm -hmm. uh, so I kind of had to play on one server, so it was an A. 
and I still haven't played that much. I only I try to like set up ranks until the last few days, uh, so to be around top hundred, and then just play on the last day, like last two days. Right. Um, so yeah, I end up not going for high finishes because I could have just not get a finish at all. So I went for yeah. save approach and finished top hundred. Yeah, I mean, was it even possible to just play on the last couple of days this this season? I mean, I feel like it you was crazy competitive. I mean, it, you have to if if you don't play it. You, no, you no, I mean, I mean, like it, like you played way more than the last two days, right? I, I feel like people had to play almost the last week straight to actually no, end up. Going I, I don't wrong. think it matters. Like mm. it, it only matters to set up uh, for like good yeah. rank on mm. last two days. Yeah. So if you set up like to top like top two hundred, let's say. Yeah. On the last three days, then you actually start climbing, because uh, before that, if you know, if you even if you rank one on the like last five days before season finishes, you'll be like outside of top hundred. I see. Okay. And, I mean, the, cra the craziest, most famous stories, uh, the orange story, right? He, he got rank one legend um, a few hours before the season ended, rank one legend, and he didn't get a finish. For the season that's crazy he dropped man. he dropped to like around 10 and then uh, he started playing and <laughs> like well, he, if he started playing that's what i mean that that's his fault for starting to play and trying to get higher but yeah that was um, a mistake <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it's pretty brutal i, I know this time I, I was watching obviously watchstone and gara you know you were doing it with saiyan and and it was it seemed really stressful this time around um, I was watching too. I was like, <laughs> 10 in, uh, it was 9 a.m. for me, like uh, when it was ending last hour, and I was just like almost sleeping, just watching what rank I will finish. I, I was pretty happy that this time it wasn't that stressful for me because I got to rank six legend like six hours before season ended, and then I just dropped to twelve, and so that was like pretty chill. Asia was like super hard too. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean some, that, was, that, was after, that was after you stayed awake almost like two, two yeah. days in a row, basically. The, uh, this is really like the, the advantage of playing on two servers. It's like you try on both so hard, right? And then if you don't make it on one server, you have the second server. And this is what happened to me this time. Like I, like sometimes you just can't figure out the meta on one server. Like it really switches like the metas on EO, NA, and... And, and Asia. And I also notice it now where I literally climb on the same rank on all three servers. I, I climb to like one rank and then I switch servers and I simultaneously climb all three servers. And it always feels a bit different what people are playing, like a little bit more aggro, a little bit more control, anti-control. And you can't really play the same deck on all three servers to climb. Like I'm trying it, but like on it's crazy with like, for example, I played an anti-aggro control lock. On one server, I got 90% win rate and on the other server, I, I have thirty percent win rate because nobody's playing aggro. It's it's crazy. It could be sample size too, but I, you know, to your point, definitely it's been proven historically that the the meta is different on the different servers. Um, it so how you changes like every yeah, hour? Yeah, exactly. So how did you finish in EU, Gara? Uh, on you, I didn't play. I played Asia and NA. Oh, and yeah, how did you finish on NA Asia then? Um, I, 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 it's crazy because I I. I I was at 200 six hours before season ended, and I knew I couldn't finish, so yeah. I stopped and went to bed. Okay. And, uh, to prepare for an A, because like it's crazy, you need so much time to climb from like, like my goal was top 20, and from 200 to top 20, you need more than six hours. Like even if you have crazy win rates, yeah, just that's... because so many people are trying. 
Yeah, that's what I, what I was I was kind of alluding to when I, when I when I was talking about just having to put like all that work into going into the last you know day and la last two days is is uh, I, I felt like this time around you had to position yourself even higher than than even before, uh, just because so many people were playing right and it was also the win rates of the top players is so low. I think it was around it kept at around uh, fifty seven percent. Maybe even, even lower, maybe even lower. Yeah. and that is yeah the best play, wow. the best players. It is yeah. it was so high rolling. Like everyone played Rasakus Priest and and Q Block, and you couldn't counter it. You had to play the same decks, and 50, like you you were happy with fifty seven percent win rate. Yeah, I mean with a fifty seven percent win rate or anything like fifty five to fifty seven. Like rank one legend win rate. Yeah, exactly. There's only so much you can climb. You know what I mean? Like. You know, you're, to your point with the Asia thing, if you're in 200, it's really hard to climb with a 55, 57% win rate, um, you know, to the point where you can actually start getting some significant points. So, um, you know, this this whole ladder meta is really fascinating too, you know, just how to, or, or HTC point meta is is very interesting. And, and it, this even changes too. Like we were talking before the show that you guys think that the first month is always the worst one or the one that the most people play. Uh, yeah. So, do you anticipate this month being bad at all at the end of the season? Like the people that didn't make the first month, right? Like not even top five hundred, they would be way too demotivated in the second month to try as hard. Yeah. Like the first month is always the hardest, especially the first month of a year. Like because then the hype is the absolute biggest. You know, yeah. people are going for last. People have like the biggest goals. It's kind of like we're working out, you know, New Year resolution. I'm going to work out every <laughs> single day. I'm going to the gym. It's like, I'm going to finish my one legend. I'm going for those HTT points. I'm going exactly. to every pro tour. And, and then, then you get there and you're like, mm, I'm yeah. a little tired. <laughs> like, no. Je yeah. January ended. You didn't get like top, top 500. You're like, ah, I'm going to quit Hearthstone. <laughs> Oh, okay yeah. okay i see i see so there's a lot of motivation in the beginning and it kind of it just starts to to wean off a little, or it starts to deteriorate a little bit for depending but, but there's also another thing you're super burnout for example i myself if you super try hard like almost every day in january to get a top 20 finish like in february to transition to february and continue try harding is so hard this is what, what like uh, White So Smart what Naria is doing, for example. He's doing a, like a break. Uh, mm -hmm. as a specific break. Like it's very important to do it like that because you really get burned out because you have to play so much and to you know that you can get that uh, finish in the following month. Well, well, the but good news. People can just... Well, the good news is that's probably going to you know well the amount of work that you'll have to put in, you know, is going to at least. Uh, decrease by half right you know after february because you know you're not you're only going to go down to rank four after that so it will be better thankfully after this month but you still have oh, one for sure of grinding yeah so it, it will be a huge difference mm -hmm. i think it helps but i didn't have any problems climbing into legends at any point i think it's like it's more problem of just gr like maybe stressful just grinding the last days like to get legend, especially if you don't climb in early stages and you climb like around tens, fifteens, twenties of the months, then it's it's not that hard. You just get it like in one in one two days, in two days. Most, not all of us are as good as you. <laughs> oh my god, that's so. I mean, make it sound like, so easy, man. Yeah. Two days ago, I played rogue. Like it was uh, like fifth or sixth even uh, of the of the month. Um, yeah. Fourth even. Yeah. I think it was worse, like three days ago even. I played uh, Temporog, just like jamming games off stream, 
And I got to rank five like in a few hours. So <laughs> okay, so that's a great win percentage. <laughs> like you just got to play some games yeah. quickly, like not not caring yeah. too much about it. Yeah, I mean, getting you know with all the bonus stars and everything, I mean, getting to five is is um, you know it can be a pretty quick thing. Yeah, right? if you streak hard. Yeah, if you streak really hard, you get there super fast. So that's what what I mean. Like, uh, it doesn't change much because uh, to rank to get to rank four even it's not that hard. The hardest part is comes with like from four to three, from three to two, and so on. Yeah, it's like it's, it goes really slow, especially now with like all legend players will be there, uh, so no one is slacking in in the start of the season. So you'll play against all of those all those players uh, who were legend yeah. before. I mean, I still think it's going to be good. It, it probably still just shaves off like a day or two off off of like when you would normally start. You know, like if you're going to actually just wait, you know, I think yeah. a lot of people will get into Legend quicker. And then so think, you, you can start up. You can start your grind, you know, probably a couple days earlier than you normally do. I think it, will, it, it, it won't change any dates on the grinding like for the Legend rank, but it would change the value of um, um, actually streaming or playing in the first days. Uh, it will be kind of competitive. Uh, who will get uh, like legend first even, uh, or just just in general like you you play against good players uh, from from the start of the season. Yeah. So it, it won't be like that period of months when like, half a month you don't play against good players most of the time, until you get legend. Well, I think on the first day of the season you do have that. that that's the whole reason for like the rat race and everything, right? Like definitely all the good players are playing each other on that first twenty four hour period, but then it starts to disperse, you know, and and. People are playing at different times and things like that. So, to your point, I, yeah, I think um, I think people will probably have, you know run into each other, or at least a larger volume of good players throughout the day. Um, but you know, is there a big difference between running into you know the same good player versus a new good player? You know, because that's really the only difference, right? I mean, there, there's still going to be, I guess, that maybe at times whenever there was a, a larger. Um, or whenever we, we have the current kind of ladder, that once you got to the higher ranks, then there really weren't many people there, so they would match make you poorly. Is 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 that? Oh is that yeah, maybe that's what yeah, maybe that's what happened. So to your point, the matchmaking will probably be better. Yeah, like um, right off the bat, and that will make mm -hmm. for harder games. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it will be so much better in so many different ways. Like we have a complete MMR reset. Like rank one legend player will face. With some random player, yeah, like yeah, because they, they have to. There's a, there's a timer on it, right? They can't sit. They don't want to wait, or at least the algorithm currently doesn't want to sit there for like ten minutes until they actually find somebody that's you know yeah. actually an equal to you. So they'll give they'll put you against somebody crappy, right? And it's easier to climb whenever they do that. So yeah, yeah, that will happen a lot I, less this time around. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's a blessing and it's really bad at the same time, right? If you have super fast queue times, we have. Very few games may have that fast queue times as in Hearthstone, right? Yeah. Even on the high legend, like even if you rank one legend and you have like a less than one minute queue time most of the time, it's kind of crazy in Hearthstone. Yeah, well, I mean, but it's obviously it's a usability thing, right? They did that on purpose because they don't, they just don't want yeah. people waiting forever. Um, yes, but yeah. you get paired with like re yeah. I think or, they could change. They, they could actually change it. Like I think the higher rank you are, I, I bet. The higher rank somebody is, the less, the more tolerant they are of longer queue times. So I, I bet they could actually alter that that algorithm so that that that's how it works. 
Um, but right now they, they seem to have one algorithm across the board and obviously it's been benefits and certain people get benefits in certain areas. You know, some people, you know, obviously don't, but generally speaking, they don't want you waiting forever for a game. It's the same thing in Overwatch, right? Like a lot of people complain for a long time about Overwatch, you know, just queuing up too quickly and it was like all, you know, you'd be playing against guys two ranks below you and stuff like that. And then they up their queue times now too. So like the... The Grandmasters and Masters, I think, have much longer cure time than before. So maybe they'll do that in Hearthstone eventually. Um, okay, well, kind of moving on. You know, obviously the big announcement was, uh, you know, the patch is coming out, or the patch was out. So why don't we just kind of jump to that? And there's there's a few other bits of news, but I figured we would just kind of jump into the meat of the discussion right off the bat. Um, so yeah, patch 10.2 came out uh, roughly around 1 o'clock Eastern yesterday. So it's been about, you know, 27 hours now that we've been uh, getting a chance to experience what, you know, we were thinking would be a completely new meta. So, um, what have you guys seen? Like, Naria, I don't know. Have you even played? Like, I don't even. I think you said you might not even been playing with the new patch yet. Uh, yeah, I haven't played. I was watching some streams, uh, like what people were trying to play, and uh, it didn't surprise me that uh, people are kind of playing the same decks. That's usually what happens, uh, even on the start of a new expansion. People are just playing what they what they know. Right. Like, right. And uh, so we'll get some meta soon, like of the maybe secret mages, control warlocks and stuff, uh, established meta. And then, and then uh, some streamers, uh, good players will start trying to counter it. And if it was successful, then that deck will be um, a meta deck and it will just go on. Yeah. Hopefully. Go yeah, Gara, what'd you notice? Like, I'm, I'm, we're about to talk about some stats in a second, but I just kind of, what'd you notice, like, just generally? So I played around 90 games since the patch, which nice. is quite a lot. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and it, 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 it changed in the very, very beginning. Everyone expected Q block. Everyone hyped it yeah, up, right, on course. social media. Warlock would be the best deck, and then so I started playing on Asia, and I faced Kingsbane. I, I didn't face a single Warlock. I only faced like quest mage, crazy. Like quest mage, kingspin rogue, quest rogue. Like only counters the warlock. <laughs> and I played warlock, and it was so frustrating. Right, right. They're like, where are all these warlocks? And yeah, so but I still managed to climb the warlock. It's like quest rogue, for, ex for example, is um, I think it's probably unplayable without patches. Like you really need patches in that deck. But I can see quest um, kingspin rogue. It uh, to become more refined and being like a dominant deck in the yeah. meta because it's better versus aggro because aggro got nerfed a lot with corridor creepers being nerfed and patches being nerfed, so that will be like a dominant deck. And later, like after like six hours or so, the first people tweeted, "Oh, I got fast legend with secret mage," and then I started. Yes, to, oh, dude, I had felt that so wave much. too. I felt that exact wave once people. Started. It happens every time. Some guy yeah, gets like rank one legend yeah. with a new meta, new expansion, and then everyone plays the deck. Yeah. The, the same happened with Q block, I think, before yeah. Seed Story. I mean, Secret Mage is good, pretty good against Warlock too. I think, right? Like, I think statistically. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, so, what rank were you? Just so everybody is listening and watching. You, uh, what rank are you right I'm now? Not, just what range? Like, were you playing? I'm rank four on Asia, rank four on okay. Europe, and rank five on NA. So part of the same rank on all servers. Okay. Yeah. So I'm in that rank ten area, like right now. Um, I mean, I you know just in that roughly plus or minus like one or two, you know, when playing like the patch. And dude, ha so I had the complete opposite like um, uh, experience. A quarter of my games were Warlock, and they were 
all cue block in the very beginning. So I ended up playing like this big priest that was just literally just trashing the cube block. I think I was like 14 and one or something against it. And um, and then I started seeing a ton of mage, but then I saw, you know, a bunch of Murloc Paladin and and then um, maybe some shaman, like maybe Shaman Hunter here and there. Uh, definitely no warriors, uh, not very many priests. So maybe, maybe, no, actually maybe a decent number of priests. Uh, I didn't actually play many rogues though. So um, kind of maybe a little bit different down there. Well, actually I kind of look a little bit more, well, actually I won't be able to look specifically in these ranges, but we'll kind of collectively look at it together. So what I did guys is I, um, you know, you know, now that you know, I'm working obviously with HS replay, uh, we, we did some queries just to kind of like see what the first eight hours of the um, post patch w was looking like compared to the, the same time period before the patch. So we were just kind of comparing it just to see like what deltas are, what the differences, you know, like in win rates and popularity rates. Um, so what you're seeing right here is just like general class ranks. So this is just like how generally what, what are people playing right now? What are the win rates looking like? And, um, you know, the number of games, you know, we, we probably in total ha had like a million games to work with. They're all broken down differently, obviously, but, but that's about like the sample size we were getting here. And you can see that the Delta popularity definitely mage, you know, probably because of that, <laughs> that area that went the tweet and everything. And then Warlock, right? So no surprise there. Um... But then we saw, I guess, you know, Paladin's down a little, which kind of surprised me a tiny bit. And then Rogue and Priest, I guess, don't surprise me that much. Uh, anything kind of stand out to you guys in terms of, like, popularity? Any, any of this surprise you at all? Oh, the popularity? Yeah. Not as much as the win rates, I would say. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the win rates then. So the win rates, actually, this should be green. This shouldn't be... Um, yeah, this, this 2.95 should be green. But um, uh, so the, the win rates, it looks like Mage is up quite a bit and these are all percentages right and then hunters up which i guess not yeah. a surprise given that warlock is that's obviously a counter to warlock um and then paladins up a little bit so uh warriors down i guess no surprise there i guess you know whatever pirate warriors were out there probably took a huge hit um yeah i know what, what things stand out the most to you uh for me personally hunter because Corridor Creep was an important card for Hunter, I would say. Hunter was already kind of weak. Like, very few people played Hunter. And now Hunter got nerfed a lot. I think Patches was also kind of important in Hunter. And Golaka Crawler was one of the main reasons why you even played Hunter. To, like, get this huge tempo swing against yeah. Pirate decks. And now you have one less two-drop. And Priest should have been one of the good matchups of Hunter as well. Like, you used Hunter to counter Priest in, in most cases. And, you know, Corridor Creep is a beast. You lose that as well. And that Hunter is still, like, performing good on paper. That actually surprised me the most. Right. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. um, some of the other things that I... So this is just kind of a general class type of, um, you know, query there. Uh, also was able to pull some... I mean, you can actually see, like, wild classes too. I did, I did kind of wild in Arena just to kind of look. And, I mean, we, I know we don't talk too much about wild, but, you know, kind of similar results here, I would say. The, actually, the win rate delta is up a little bit for Warrior, but it's probably close enough that it, it's probably even, you know, like the, just from a sample size standpoint. Um, let's see, Arena. I just did a little bit on Arena. But um, moving on to just kind of like, uh, I guess, I, I think we did a, a query from classes from Legend to Rank 5. So this is, you know, a little bit smaller of a, you know, or at least a, a more focused sample here instead of just like everybody. Uh, so we can see that, see, Warlock's win percentage actually went down which is kind of 
maybe indicative of what you're saying, right? There's so many counter warlock decks right now. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Look at the hunter one. It went up eight percent, which is you know. Yeah, I, that's what really, I mean. Yeah. It's 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 so interesting. Yeah. Because it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I think uh, like with corridor creep and especially patches nerf, which is the biggest one. Mm -hmm. uh, Hunter and Mage, uh, also Paladin, kind of lost the direct counters, which is Temporog and uh, mm -hmm. Zoo. I mean, yeah. Zoo, not that much, but it's still, uh, it, it, I would say Temporog mainly. Like, it was the deck that just farms all yeah. the aggro decks. Yeah, Temporog and, took a hit for sure. Look at that. Yeah, so basically, Hunt, Hunter was like, like, it was pretty bad against Rogue, like, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. And uh, so by losing that counter, just you can farm those warlocks with double spell break in your deck and just smoking them down. Uh, you're not doing, I guess you're doing not as well against um, paladins, but yeah, since population right. is not that high for them, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah, so paladin's doing really well because murloc paladin barely got affected by all this. And I don't know, maybe even some murloc paladins still play creeper, who knows? But, um, uh, but for the you most part, you don't really yeah. need creepers. Yeah, really exactly. I don't think you even need it at all, to be honest. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's kind of what we're seeing here. And then the the warrior, of course, took a huge hit there. And if you look at popularity, so the mage again, you know, super popular at the higher ranks. But then the priest took a huge hit because Araza, right? Um, and then yeah, rogue and druid down. So druid's down. Interesting. Right. I guess aggro it druid's down, right? Sense. Yeah, that makes uh, super sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's not because of Agro Druid, it, it, it's because of um, Jadruid. Jadruid. Oh, Jadruid yeah. just loses to Warlock. And, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. Okay. And you play Jadruid to counter Razakus Priest. Razakus Priest was your best matchup for Jadruid. I think it was the same story as uh, like in one of the patches when Handlock was popular, when Patron was popular, right? Right. And then uh, Patron got nerfed and Handlock was like pretty bad. No one <laughs> yeah. played it. Right, right. Yeah, so we I mean we we actually have the rankings too. So the rankings kind of, you know, you can see how the rankings changed a little bit too. So Mage you know, obviously got upgraded a lot while the other two um kind of fell or other three just fell down a little bit. Warlock's still number I think Warlock's still on top though. Let me see. Yeah, Warlock's still on top. Um Okay, so that's kind of how the class is uh, laid out. So now we're going to look at some of the cards. So I, I broke down some of these cards in terms of popularity. And the green ones are the ones that, that rose, guys. Red, you know, obviously the pink ones are the ones that, that dropped. Um, so you know, at the top here, we actually have Spellbreaker at the top. which is, Yeah, it's so frustrating. It's crazy how, how popular. It's like number one right now. Like in the, I'm facing Q-Blocks that run double Spellbreaker. It's like <laughs> so insane to think. I played it even before the patch. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, Spellbreaker was already high. I think it was already I mean, number was two. It was already it was number two. I think going into this, yeah, pre-patch number two, and then now it's like number one after post-patch because it's gone up even more. So this is why Warlock is not so good. Um, like you have these counter decks with quest mage, uh, mage and stuff, but mm -hmm. if every deck runs double Spellbreaker, it makes Warlock so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. It, it basically, the only way to counter Spellbreaker is like drawing a weapon, so you can yeah. cube your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. well, I just play mind control, you know. And Kikara thinks I'm crazy for playing mind control. <laughs> so greedy. Dude, I'm telling you, man. If you play a greedy, <laughs> greedy big priest, it just 
it just I played against all. one of those. Dude, it's so fun, <laughs> it kind of sucks when you avoid loaded gets mind control. <laughs> Dude, I literally just take damage like through turn seven, eight. It's like, just hit me with whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to kill that thing and give you anything to kill it with. So unless you dark packed it and know that I'm going to mind control it, I'm going to get that sucker. So it's it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, so anyways, looking at more, you know, we're talking about silence, right? But silence itself was actually down. Because I think just because priest is down, right? Like people are just yeah, not playing it, it, priest as much. Of course. Um, Arcanologist is up, of course, because because mage is super uh, popular right now. Um, Nazoth. Okay, so this is interesting. Nazoth is up up twenty one percent, or at least, or not twenty one percent, but but the rank. Sorry, th this shouldn't be a percent. This should just be uh, uh, just rank. Um, so let me change that real quick. But um, it's because of control, every... right? Yeah. I think every cube block that didn't play this off before is definitely playing this off now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because giants lost their value. They're not good anymore because priest is not good anymore. Yeah. And you don't really need giant anymore. Also, Jadrud is not popular, so what matchup mm. do you want giant in? So just cut it, play Nizot, play second spellbreaker, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the life. You gotta enjoy Nizot before he's he's gone, so you better better enjoy that that what two months that he's got left. Um, Mortal Coil, of course, uh, you know, same reason, just because Warlock's gotten more popular. Dirty Rat made a little bit of a, a, a rise here. Uh, popularity went down a little bit, but rank-wise went up a little. Some people in, add that in, in Control Lock to count other Control Locks. Oh, really? Yeah. You think so? Just for the Rins and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that? In the, in the I wouldn't be su surprised if Nomferato is also up. <laughs> yeah. Nomferato, Dirty Rat. Yeah, Nomferato. Oh, God. Yeah, Super greedy on here. Yeah, we just we just uh, queried the top twenty, and then I included Corridor because Corridor wasn't. Mm. I think Corridor wasn't on, or Razo wasn't on there. Like Warlock was already good versus Agro, and now without Corridor Creeper, you just can build the greediest Warlock deck. Like, yeah, that you could humanly possibly can build. Yeah, you just need the first clear to clear the first board, and then you're done. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I know we kind of well, we're kind of going to the bottom here, just like seeing the ones that actually dropped. Um, actually, I don't have Raza on this. I'll have Raza on more of the overlying list, but um, you know, definitely the three cards that got nerfed were made the top twenty. You know, in terms of just you know the the top twenty cards. Period. So we saw drops like across the board here. So um, you know, most of these are are I would say priest and pirate. You know, like centric. I think all of them are actually. Mm -hmm. So you know, silence, bone there. Yeah, yeah. So we definitely seen. This is kind of expected, right? This is this is the type of thing we would have expected. That kind of drop. Yeah, nobody's gonna play pushing the madness like without without Raza priest. So um, yeah, it's definitely good. Uh, let's see if we look at just all ranks. You know, just kind of looking at more from a high level standpoint. Then uh, you know, similar thing. Well, it looks like Geist is up. No, uh, Geist is up a little bit, I would say. Um, what's Geist good against right now? <laughs> Warlock. I guess just Warlock, Warlock right? Just, just and enough fire yeah, yeah, and then the combo. It's big yeah, combo versus enough yeah, okay, it's still good then. Spellbreaker obviously yeah. is still also high. Also good against Kingsman Rogue. Yeah, yes. yeah, true. Oh, that's true, that's how, actually. That's how, that's how Warlock beats Rogue. You get a very fast Geist and mill both Deadly Poisons. Yeah, I was still winning against those. Yeah, you can still win, but it's like you need to do that <laughs> as the warlock. <laughs> yeah, you need Valira. Yeah. So what's interesting is like Bone Mare's rank only went down one. Like even even with it, you know, being like four percent less popular, it didn't actually go down that much. 
Like, I'm pretty sure people are just not playing it right now. So, yeah. like, maybe two little sample size. Yeah. I faced a couple of bone mares. It was funny. Like some yeah. spiteful, spiteful Murloc paladins that play bone mare. Did you? Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's, that's it, it wasn't very strong. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, okay, so another thing I did was just like kind of like could do a query just on on some of the um, you know just the archetypes, right? That are so popular. If you guys have been on the site, we obviously divide you know a lot of the stats into different archetypes too. And this is overall. So this is oh, actually this is rank ten to legend. And at least if the archetype has at least a hundred games, I kind of we included it. So um, you know you, you can see like at least the top fifteen. I, I ended up color coding. You know, we see a lot of mage, obviously, on top, and I think we discussed a little bit of that. But then we actually still see Raza Reach, like, on this list. So I think that's really interesting, you know, at least from a behavioral standpoint, because, you know, of course, we're going to... Our knee-jerk reaction is that nobody's going to play Raza Priest. And that, you know, that might be the case at certain at ranks, but clearly people are still playing Raza Priest. And why do you think that is? Like, is it still I know good? It's I know why it's happened. Okay, why is it? It's happened? because um, on mobile devices, it a, a patch update went live later. Oh, so, uh, that's true. You could yeah. play the previous version of the okay. game. Oh, well, it's well, the same in, well, that's sorry. not well, so. That doesn't apply here because we don't actually get mobile mobile stats. So this is just PC stats. Uh, sometimes yeah. you can just queue the game uh, yeah, before, or like not queue the game, not yeah. restart the game. So until you restart the game, you're playing an old patch. Oh, that's true too. That's true too. But that's still a lot of theory. games though. Okay, what's your theory, Gar? My my theory is that the obviously the majority of the player base is casual and they only have very few decks. And they you know disenchant all the bad cards to craft mm -hmm. two or three top tier decks. And right now that we don't have a new meta in a new tier one deck, mm -hmm. people just wait before they make a new deck. Like because they just save the dust and like maybe they haven't even disenchanted the Rosai yet or whatever. Yeah. They just don't know what to play it. Right. Yeah, they're waiting for Colento to post a new deck. And yeah. Then... Well, <laughs> so this query though shows win rate. So Raza Priest is winning. You know, regardless of the fact that they're playing it, you know, still, you know, and why that is, whether it's out of, you know, like you said, like lack of cards or laziness or okay. just experiment. Why is it still winning? It's not god awful. It's not a god awful deck. <laughs> right. Like you still have to build. I mean, it will be bad. The thing is, we have a super optimized Razakus list. Like thousands of people, all the best players in the world, optimize that list. And the only change is that uh, Razar, the Malakos, went down to one. It's still like it used to be the best deck for like three or four months. I don't know for how long. The most optimized version of a deck, and it takes more time than just one day to destroy that deck completely. Like. I'm pretty sure in one week from now, nobody will play it anymore. But in the beginning, it does make sense. Completely unrefined meta. And the decks that are rising up in popularity are like Secret Mage. You don't need Anduin Razar or like Valen Combo to beat Secret Mage. You just need to, you know, Kazakos in four and then get a good portion or whatever. Or like Murloc Paladins and whatnot. Like even against Warlock, you don't need to OTK them most of the time. Yeah, just like most of the time, you just clear the board. But if you could draw a five under eight, you still can beat Warlock until yeah. they get Gul'dan themselves. Mm, so, right. yeah, it's a pretty big deal to get Raza on one uh, one mana hero power. So you can't like spam it every turn to get get out of range against Agro decks. Mm -hmm. But it's not that big of a deal against Agro. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. like an extra turn, right? Like I would say generally with Raza Priest, they make no adjustments. 
it's probably another extra one or two turns to win the game, you know, versus, you know, you winning that game with a crazy, crazy combo. It takes you two turns to do it now, or maybe, maybe even more. So mm-hmm. that just kind of tells you how powerful this deck was to begin with when it was optimized, you know, with that, you know, just the pre pre patch. So still decently, I mean, obviously relatively powerful. Um, and then we've got a couple hunters in here, and you know I think we've we've seen in the past stats too, kind of hunters doing pretty well. Murloc Paladin and Agro Paladin still in here, so you know Murloc Paladin is almost unaffected by the the uh, actual nerf, so that's not very um, uh, surprising there. But Q Block only shows up once, and it's tenth. And this is after Mike Denae, um replied or tweet. I can't remember if it was a tweet or if it was a reply to a, a post saying that you know somebody was complaining about Q Block. Uh, with yeah, some kind of like snarky already. post, right? Yeah, yeah. And then um, Mike Dene said that basically the Q block is the 13th most powerful, or, or you know, when you're ranking the decks, the Q block shows up as number 13. So, mm-hmm. um, is are we just like, is this a total misconception? I mean, is, uh, or is this a yes. classic case of just like everybody really getting on top of the anti Q block boat? So it really just looks like Q block is not good. Uh, I ha- there is multiple reasons for that. Um, first of all, Q-Block is not a bad deck. It's the same as... Uh, first, you need to play it well. It's like, uh, remember when Patron Warrior was like, I don't know, 10's best deck uh, in tournament meta? It had below 50% and stuff. Uh, it's the same as Q-Block. Uh, most people don't really know how to use it properly. Or like, they use not uh, good lists, uh, so the win rate drops down quite a lot. Like it's the same for every control deck uh, like that. Like even mm-hmm. like in previous meta was G Druid. G Druid had a really bad win rate, like b- yeah. below fifty percent right. most of the time. But people were getting good ranks with it still, um, and used it in tournaments. Like Tom won the world championship with G Druid. Yeah, I mean, uh, so <laughs> watching you I mean, guys Chris... pilot it, watching you guys pilot some of these decks is like a, you know totally changes win rate percentages, right? Like, so... I think I think Questrog is also an optimal example for it. On Leather, it was like thirty yeah. percent win rate, but it had to be nerfed. Yeah, it was just way too strong. Well, I, th- I think you know, a very good example in history was just Patron Warrior. I think Patron Warrior at at the lower ranks was never as crazy high as it was at the high even in tournaments so, yeah it was below 50 percent yeah exactly which actually that that's a counter argument to what i'm trying to say i'm trying to say that you guys it, no violate, it's not a counter argument it better. was overall in tournaments but the top top players they piloted so well so yeah. it was like it seemed really broken mm-hmm, right. and like i had above i think in tournaments i had like almost Close to 100% win rate with Petronal Warrior. Oh, oh, okay. So you're saying it was good, yeah. Yeah, in, in events, yeah. Like except yeah. Petronal Warrior mirrors. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. So, anyways, interesting behavior at least in terms of like what people are, you know, definitely still playing. Clearly, Secret Mage though. Like, there's all there's four different versions of Secret Mage in this top 15. So, um, I I don't see Mage going where. And this isn't even the kind of big spell Mage that we were kind of seeing pre-patch too. This is like all-out secret crazy you know kind of aggro type of mage uh and then lastly i i did a or we did a query that was um more like matchups you know how some of these matchups have changed uh you know and and the ones that are blue by the way are the ones that flipped from basically some of them are really close so i mean take it just it's really just more of a uh baseline type of approach i took to it if it flipped from basically a favorite to a uh, an underdog i, I kind of marked blue 
but the pink ones are the ones that, that obviously took a hit when when percentage wise and then the the green ones obviously are the ones that went up um so if you kind of look at the top here uh it looks like you know i, I think a general trend from some of this is that zoolock seemed to take a hit too uh, in terms of some of these matchups, especially against other tempo decks or aggro decks, like Zulok seems to be ranking lower now than obviously. Was, yeah, it was Petrus, Corridor Creeper, and Bone Man. Yeah, exactly. Like it's crazy how it was just yeah being propped up by those three cards like in a big way. I think Bone Man is the biggest deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we're seeing too, and it's kind of interesting because even with like just the very first one, right? We see a twelve percent um, hit against the a miracle rogue or no i said that's miracle rogue okay that's not tempo rogue that's actually just yeah miracle rogue that makes sense that's a pretty big difference um secret mage versus murloc paladin that that took a big hit too yeah i guess that makes sense yeah that, that's always just never been a favorable matchup it's just even worse now any of these kind of stand out to you as being uh like flipping in a crazy way zulok versus murloc paladin obviously that's a huge flip right there Let's see. Uh, Spiteful seems to take a. No, actually, Spiteful is doing better against aggro. Druid? Wow. Of course. There is no more Corridor Creeper. Yeah, creepers. no more Corridor Creeper. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I think it's mostly actually patches. Uh, yeah. Because both, have, both of the decks have um, Corridor Creepers, but like you just don't get rushed down as a Spiteful as much. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This is kind of interesting. I don't know if this is. You know, it's, it's obviously 600, you know, 600 plus games, but Q block is down against Paladin. Huh. Because Paladin started ran uh, Spellbreaker. Yeah, <laughs> like you have Spellbreaker yeah, yeah, you in the you, <laughs> you have the room now, and you, yeah. can you can high roll even more with Divine Favor now as well. Oh. Like, because you're not stuck with Corridor Creepers oftentimes. Like, you, you can really just flood the board and oh, get Divine I see what Favor. You mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, totally. That totally makes mm -hmm. sense. Um, see some other big big uh, switches. Okay, Spiteful is definitely. Oh no, no, actually, Spiteful does better against uh, Q block. Now. I think I think that Spiteful will come back like even stronger the following weeks. I think this will be like mm -hmm. dominating. I don't see really decks that counter Spiteful decks. I I don't think we'll see a hit to Spiteful in, until big the dragons. Priest. Which one? Big, big priest. priest. Yeah. No, big, big priest, priest loses. To, to a spiteful priest big time mm. because of double mind control like you oh, have a well, in, yes yeah mind control. well no, it, I, no, the, no spiteful yeah, this like yeah. if you look at six he, does, he destroyed does. at seed story cup like he paid the big yeah, uh, it, it, it just hard counters every big deck it really does hard counter big deck i was thinking like uh like because of when i was playing raza just like one like if you get two screams you just win right away because you just yeah. they, they if, if you just get one fast. scream actually you win the, uh, uh that's my experience so I mean, they just run out of cards. With one scream, it's usually not enough. But you have like Undoing and then like Dragon. Well, Fire. it's it's not it's not well. Uh, if you're talking about big versus spiteful, I don't I don't know if you're talking about um, Raza versus spiteful or, but big versus spiteful. Literally, you learn one scream against spiteful, you pretty much won the game because the, the rest of your cards kill. You know, it's like you either get, you know, like a, a nine drop that is crazy that heals you and kills stuff on the board or you end up getting in the mind control stage right which if you steal like a 10 mm -hmm. drop or something it's like ridiculous so it, it's an, it's an interesting matchup but i think you're right gar i think spiteful is still still but, uh, spiteful does what big priest does as well with, with spiteful like you get an actual 10 drop 
not just yeah. like a shadow visions. You get an actual freaking tandrop on board, yeah. but you curve into that. And you curve into my control. Yeah, it's but, actually but like insane. I said, if you reset one time, though, you're able to actually catch up completely as a big... I mean, yeah, big the only race. problem is Warlock yeah. for the deck. I, I completely disagree because the, the Spiteful Priest is favored against Demon Lock, and Demon Lock kills the board like 20 times. Yeah. Like, you only have to play like two minions or so, and you have like a, a big board again. Yeah, yeah. But without Corridor Creeper, maybe it's less now. Because you can always just play zero. And bone marrow too. Like the, I think the bone marrow uh, push back to eight is a pretty big yeah, deal see. for spiteful. Like so, I I think that prior to all this, you're right. Like for I mean, I, I played yeah. enough spiteful. I definitely beat big priest like a number, a good number of times. Yeah. So um, yeah, but I think that the the bone marrow might be even more impactful. Obviously, corridor is huge too, just because you can get like these turns where you put three yeah. good sized minions on the board, right? So. Um, yeah. So okay. I mean, looking down more more of these. What do we What do we else do we see here? Um, yeah, aggro down. That's not too surprising. Okay. Kind of. Let's just go see the favorites. Let's see what they'll if they need the favorites. Kind of. Stuff. I think the most interesting is probably to look at inner fire priest because a lot of people saw inner fire priest as a stronger version of priest even than Razakus priest. Like a lot of people even went to the highest ranks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not really good against aggro decks, so right yeah. now it, it shouldn't be good. Uh, when like when meta sells down mode, like when people find way to counter this uh, secret mages and uh, and and warlock and uh, paladin, like <laughs> have a soft counter to those. Yeah, that's really hard, but yeah, that's true. Uh, it's possible. Uh, the decks are not like especially uh, besides warlock, they are not that strong. Like you, you, mm -hmm. you can kind of. Get some control warrior, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. So we look at this though. We get, we saw Miracle Rogue makes a pretty big um, progress, at least on Zulok. I guess that's the biggest mover, at least that from that standpoint. Murloc against Secret Mage. It's kind of like I guess vice versa. We're kind of seeing both sides of the the equation here. I think um, yeah, Miracle Rogue might be uh, probably not good versus Secret Mage. Yeah, this is just kind of the yeah. inverse, I think, of what we saw at the top. Oh, there's Dragon Priest in here, so. Let's see. It looks like Control Warlock is favored against Dragon Priest now. Wow. That's it. All it always was like because of Geist. Oh right, right. Okay. Like it's okay. not only Geist. It's just um, yeah. That's why you have to still run Geist. You just put <laughs> the wall. That's so funny. That guy. Yeah, Geist. Geist is just just good enough to have to run. Like we have all these these tech cards that are like making it into decks, you know, with spellbreakers and, that, and that's why it's so outrageous. Yeah. How, like uh, if you look at Shaman, for instance, Shaman is already so bad, and Geist passively hard counters also Shaman. Like the the best two cards from Shaman, uh, Unstable Evolution and Evolve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you don't even try to counter Shaman. Shaman, Shaman feels bad, man. So you were, dude. <laughs> Gar, you were telling me that you thought that yeah. Shaman was going to be good post-reset, yeah. right? In, in theory, it is. I also playtested it so much. The thing is that Shaman doesn't really have a win condition. And on top of like, the, the Shaman cards are so old that we are playing right now. Like, you still play, like, Aya, Jade Claws, Jade Lightning, and the bot clears are by far the worst. And you overload on top of it. Like, Shaman has the worst bot <laughs> clear in the game. It is... Really, the worst bot clear. And you overload on top of it. I like, know. I look know. at Lightning Storm. We still have to play Lightning Storm. Four so years why do you in. even think it's going to be good then? Like, why no, because you, like, it, it can counter... It can beat Warlock. 
it definitely can beat Warlock, I play, uh, but it, it loses to everything else. <laughs> it, yeah. it literally loses to everything else. You get destroyed by Secret Mage, and you have no curve. Like, you have no early game. But you can beat, like, you can beat Warlock and lose to everything else, and that's, like, not good enough. What about Giant Spellstone Shaman? <laughs> it, it, come on. The, again, this, come on, before. dude. <laughs> the Spellstone is the worst stone from all stones. Like, Shaman is literally the worst legendary weapon, the worst bot clear, the worst healing, the, the worst win condition. The worst Death Knight? The worst Spellstone. Maybe not the worst Death Knight. Blizzard made sure, made sure okay, that Shaman won't be the tier one deck anymore. Okay, is really there a worse sure. Death Knight than Thrall? No, Thrall is good, Death Knight. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, because every Death Knight is good. But which, from which, the, like, okay, I mean, which, okay, what, what are your worst Death Knights in your opinion? Who Uther the is the worst one. Hunter? And, no, Uther um, is the worst no, one. No, Uther, Uther is good. One? Uther? Wow. Some people think Uther is great, dude. Yeah, because every Death Knight is good, but if you compare it to the other Death Knights, Uther is the worst one. And Rogue One as well. I think Rogue One is the worst. Out of yeah, those two were switched in positions. The oh, Rogue wow. One is more playable because really? Paladin is. Man, I, I think Rogue, like in today's you know meta and environment, it looks the worst. But I still think the Rogue One is potentially powerful, depending on what cards are out there. But you know, like, you if, if it's more of a value-based meta, then that's crazy. That's an exceptional card, right? Or, no, Chamber, you have to compare it with the other decays. It's because every yeah. decay is so powerful. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, but it, but it does depend on the meta too. Like, if it's an ag aggressive meta, then anything value based, even the hunter one, is terrible, right? So it, it's Ooh, hunter one is great, not, in value not terrible, but I'm, I'm telling, saying like in, in in a non value type of meta, then the hunter one is not as as uh, you know as ranked as, nearly as high. It's actually ranked probably on the lower side. And same goes for like um, you know the rogue one. I mean, the hunter is the third worst one. I mean, he's he's right. <laughs> he's not that far off. Okay, okay. Anyways, we're talking about like the, the worst of the, the Death Knights here. Um, but kind of getting back to Shaman, you, so I mean, you you were talking about more of like like just from the standpoint of what you feel that like an arc from an archetype standpoint will be good yeah. after like a reset, and you still think that Shaman's going to be good, and that's kind of surprising. It, like it, it's the only control deck that has four disablers with the Wolf and uh, Hex. You can deal with you can deal with cubes. You could technically uh, disable both Doom Guards and both Void Lords so that uh, Godan doesn't summon anything. Yeah, you can I mean, also play it. <laughs> yeah, but you just well, die to aggro. Like literally, what can Shaman do against aggro? Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. And I thought like when like, when Corridor Creeper and Patches are gone, right? That's a huge hit to aggro. But Shaman is so weak. Did you still lose to Iron? We need the return of Tunnel Truck. <laughs> I was thinking of how they cards. Like Monotite? That's the only way. Monotite Ecolitanus. And you can oh, also Echolite. play like and you can play the um, uh, the 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 free mana vision thing that reduces oh, the mana. Cost. Volcano, yeah. Volcano is a good removal. It's a pretty good one. No, it's actually pretty bad. Because <laughs> no, because you need to have a board. You can't kill yeah. your own board. It's really that bad. And it gets like void lots and stuff. You can't volcano. It I, again, I, I think these kind of shaman cards were, are, are like balance. You know, yeah, 2016, exactly. two, like 2016 exactly. level type of balance. And exactly you know, now we've got psychic scream. I <laughs> compare compare yeah. volcano to psychic. Exactly. Scream. Like, like me, no, compare <laughs> the best comparison. Compare the file to maelstrom portal. Maelstrom Portal used to be like the best two mana bot clear. Now we have Defile. Defile can kill anything. You know, Def Maelstrom sucks. No, Maelstrom yeah. does not suck. It's just yes, not yes, as, you maybe kill patches. It's not as There's good no as patches to kill. Defile. You can't, no, really. You wouldn't. Yeah, right now it's, it, it, it is pretty it's, bad. It has yeah. a purpose. 
It's good against aggro pally, but Murloc pally is no. terrible. No, <laughs> it's, it's there is no aggro paladin though. Yeah, yeah. It's only Murloc pally, and it doesn't kill anything against Murloc pally. Yeah, it's okay. really, to your it's... point, you'd have to run like spell spell power or something. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. Azul Drake is no longer in the game. It's for only Thanos. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's brutal for Shaman. Like like I we said talked about last episode. Shaman <laughs> completely whiffed two expansions in a row now. So like I mean, you it's know, made on purpose. I can't. Of course. You think it's on purpose, oh, man? Of course. You it should never whiff like that on purpose. Like you should never make like completely worthless cards. And and I mean, for the most part, they they completely missed. On, on I think this it's on purpose. They, they they really don't want to have a shaman meta like one year ago. It was really bad. Yeah, but everyone. okay, that's fine. All right, you can make them weak, but do you foresee this freeze or? This kind of totem based no. type of themes. The Never. totem base might if they if they add some kind of buffing totem thing. No, no because at the, in the same expansion, uh, they implemented cards that absolutely hard counter it, like Dustbreaker, Psychic Scream, <laughs> yeah. Spreading Plague. Yeah, like, true, true. Those cards, like this, like Psychic Scream versus a totem based deck. It's yeah. like, come on. Well, I mean, the like Shaman was all about going wide, right? Like historically, and even design wise, yes. I feel like it's about going wide. And now we have great board removal in the game. Yeah. So yeah, you're except good. Shaman. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, anyways, why don't we... Um, uh, well, actually, just a reminder, guys. You know, if you want to dust your cards, this is the time to dust those four cards. And, um, you know, just kind of hold on to your dust if you uh, if you want it. Um, but... Oh, this is something we should also talk about. A lot of people are interesting. To, uh, safe to dust. Um, like, to tell people that it's definitely okay to dust Corridor Creeper. Mm -hmm. I said okay. Mm -hmm. uh, it's okay to dust everything. It's good to dust everything, and then you just recraft it if you want it again. That's fine. Yes, but like I'm not sure. What do you think about patches? Like I've, I think there's a chance. I think you do. Yeah, there's no question, Gar. You dust yes. it all, and then you, if you want to to recraft <laughs> it, it's the same price as what just, you dusted at, right? You know. But I think your question is, is like, is it playable, right? Like, yeah, what cards exactly. are playable? Yeah. So if, if, if we're answering that sense. question. Um, you know, maybe Bone Mare, I think, I, I don't think Patches is that bad either. It's just people, you know, obviously with the charge, it's just always been crazy. But we'd have to have a pirate-centered deck. It needs to have the synergy too. And, you know, in Wild, definitely playable, I think, in a pirate deck, depending on how strong pirate decks are. Um, but in Standard, I don't think so. You, 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 I mean, would you play it? Maybe if they added some more powerful pirates than uh, getting that free I think one. it's... It might be playable in Agro Droid um, because yeah. you need tokens and it's a pretty solid one. Yeah, and it didn't. Yeah, in Druid, you didn't re uh, rely on the trading from the patches as much. It really yeah. is about just getting stuff on the board. Yeah. This is why you used to play also the um, Zero Mana Penguin. Like, it is yeah. not a good card, but in. For free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just whatever, 1 1, right? For free. You probably get it for free, what? What's the percentage? Maybe two thirds of the time, seventy percent, something like that, right? So um, patches is still good. Anything that comes out for free is good. It's just not broken and, good. And he's even better when other people's don't play patches. Like that makes patches automatically even better. That's why I'm Ooh, thinking that patches okay. might actually make a comeback. Yeah. It's if, if nobody plays Golaka and nobody plays patches, that makes patches so much stronger. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Um, okay, we got a couple more things to announce, like news-wise. Um, so, 
Blizzard, you know how we talked about the sweepstakes and we talked about taxes and people are like, it's not taxes. There's no taxes involved because like we don't own the, the actual accounts or anything like that. But you can be taxed on even service-oriented things, guys. So there, there is taxes. And like just to support that, Blizzard added $1,200 to... To smooth the the I forget what how they 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 uh, worded it, but it's basically to help you know smoothen the the acceptance of this prize. So they added twelve hundred dollars just to you know basically pay for anything that you might have to incur from it, which is really cool, you know, because it's it's no fun to have to like get something and then it's not as great as you you thought it was originally. Um, so that's uh, so expect a little bit more if you're that lucky person. Keep doing quests every day, guys. You know, because there's no indi indicator that shows you you've done it, so you just kind of have to keep track of it yourself. Make sure you do one quest a day. Um, and there's one more week left in that sweepstakes. Uh, and then lastly, HCT Oslo, the pro stop, was announced. Um, and uh, I guess the question is, are you guys going to it or no? I'm not going. I think, man, like, no, no way sounds like super expensive so i don't i don't know man it doesn't seem tempting to me because sweden is already so expensive like a, a hotel there for like a couple of days is a thousand dollars or something it's, oh, and norway is like twice as expensive as sweden it's, what? it's like really? the most, oh yeah it's the most God. expensive country in europe so it's not really tempting if there's no qualifier for it to just go there like um, man, man, you're you're enticing people to actually go because if there's not very much competition there, people are just gonna go for the no. Try people to get some people are going, okay. and oh, yeah. I, I think you can find accommodation that is not that um, like. Wait, who do we know that lives in Norway? I mean, we gotta crash their house, right? Like every all the players just crash at one this guy's. Asmodai, yeah. <laughs> There's no way Asmodai's gonna live. There's there. the, he's not gonna skip streaming. I tell you man. that right now. Yeah, there's no. Even way if it's there. next, like right next to his door, he streams you know? like in the middle of the night too. So you're gonna be. Up all night with each streaming. So, <laughs> I don't think it was hype for the first two stops, especially in Europe, you know, like it's the first yeah. open two stop. Everyone will go, try to how it's going. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe it will be like, everyone have high hopes. Yeah. I don't. So, um, mm -hmm. I'm more realistic person. I try to be very efficient what I'm doing. And my goal is to just qualify to prelims and try to do well on those. And I don't think it's really worth it to go. Yeah. For, for just the chance to get points. Okay. So well, this is the, uh, these are the decisions that pro players have to make. You know, it's like, you know, these trips are not paid for. You know, we have to, the pro players have to pay out of their pocket uh, to get there. Or at least, if you're on a team, if you're on a great team yeah. like Tempestorm or G two, you know, it might be a different story. But some some folks, you know, if you're just the average Joe that's not on a on a team, yet you're a good Hearthstone player, you're going to have to be paying thousands of dollars just to even go to these things. Um, so we need more teams. That's basically what I'm saying. More teams in the in the uh, space. That, that would definitely help out. Uh, okay, so uh, I think the next thing we do is just kind of, you know, take a little bit of time to, to really um, uh, thank the patrons and um, th that support the show. You guys are the ones that, you know, 100% back the show. Patreon.com slash Town. If you want to support, go there and uh, make a pledge. Uh, the way it works is that, you know, you make a pledge and, and it basically, um, you know, takes that pledge for each episode that, you, that we do. Just so if we don't do an episode, you don't have to pay anything, you know, that, that sort of thing. Uh, just in case people are not familiar with Patreon. And we got this great, you know, these great supports we've had for a while. One of the big, big shout out to our legendary producers, Mike T and Gotrix. Uh, also, Engine S, Raydan, Bob K, Old Man Riv, Johnson C, 
Grant A, Louise L, Vince F, Philip K, a random guy, ASMR, and then Alistair M. Thanks so much for supporting the show. And oh, by the way, all the stats that we were looking at, that all comes from hsreplay.net, guys. Go to hsreplay.net, you know, find out what the best decks that you should be playing right now are and how they're doing, and just find out actually how you're doing, you know, in terms of your decks. Uh, grab that, grab a uh, Hearthstone deck tracker too. Um, Okay, so the next thing that we're going to do is... Oh, yeah, I figured we would talk about Kingsbane Rogue. Um, I don't know how relevant it is right this second, but you know, I think, Ara, you were saying that you think Kingsbane Rogue would still be good, even after this uh, patch. But, um, you know, there was a lot of talk a about it, at least the, the week leading up to the patch. And I just think it's a cool deck. You know, it's one of those decks that I think is um, uh, high skill cap. You know, it's got definitely interesting ways of winning you know whether it's a mill the the mill strategy which is generally the, the um most common way or even just beating the your opponent down with just like a nine damage weapon you know that's pretty nice too so um overall what are your thoughts on this kingsbane rogue i i personally hate it i, <laughs> okay. I hate all the, no no i hate when there's decks that don't have counterplay to the strategy like this is why i hate for example quest mage i hate quest mage for many different reasons but for example, you can't really do anything about the weapon, right? You can play skulking guys to mill deadly poisons, but as Naria said, you don't really rely on that to win the game. It's just like, usually you have like Harrison Jones or something to counter weapon, but that doesn't really work. There is on... a combo that counters it. Yeah, let's hear they it. Go to fatigue. They go to fatigue and you play Uz Nonferatu. Easy game. Yep, that's true. True that. You can Lich King and get the uh, the steel card. <laughs> no, that's a steel on minion, nah, right? That's not steel weapon. Reliable. Oh, that's steel yeah. on minion. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. Numferatu is the best route to, to doing that. But so let's just say there's not a it's... counter, right? I mean, I don't know. Like for this one, I don't feel as bad about this one as I do about Mage sometimes. You know, like I feel like I'm you know I'm pressuring them pretty pretty good, like pretty regularly. Uh, but then again, you know, I'm not playing probably against the best Kingsbane Rogue players ever. Uh, but do you have that same feeling too, Naria? Like, is it like a single player game basically when you're, like, in, in a way when you're playing against it? I play it only from my side, so I can't really know. Uh, <laughs> I played some games against it, uh, but I was playing Nagra, so I didn't, I didn't yeah. have any problems. Uh, it was pre-patched, so yeah, it's it was even easier. But um, just in general, yeah, there is a problem with it. But since the deck requires kind of, it's, it's not even a skill cap, you just need a good knowledge of the deck, mm -hmm. um, how it works usually, like the timings, when you go or call it Oracle, when you save your vanishes uh, and like uh, saps and stuff. And if, if some like player like Colento will play the deck against you, yeah, of course you will feel terrible because you, mm -hmm. you will feel like he has everything and can just stop uh, what he's doing. Right. But general against average player it, it won't be the case and you'll find one like few spots when you can just push some damage or they will just make some mistake um so you can counter what they're doing yeah or they'll just have rogue things happen to them which is they'll draw you know two backstabs and two prep or a prep in the shadows you know like just all spells yeah. and just be screwed i mean that's that it's just, just no call it or you can also pull the yeah. uh, call it oracle with dirty rat and then it's really hurt it really hurts like call it oracle is so important to the deck. Mm -hmm. um, so if you don't yeah. get it, you'll just run off cards really quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it is definitely one of the most fairest decks from the non-interactive decks. Mm -hmm. Okay, because it's wrong. 
Yeah. Maybe like, because it's not that strong. <laughs> it, yeah, it's that not... is. That's the case. I, mean, I think that's the reason. Yeah. Yeah, but also it's like, for example, Mace has ice blocks and a bunch of freezes, and you can't, you know, get on board and pressure it or anything like yeah. that. And like rogue cards seem more fair now because it got nerfed like a bajillion times. Like pretty much every single rogue card got nerfed at some point or rotated into Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's like, like the most interactive deck out of all uninterrupted yes. decks. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, and, and there's some counterplay to it. Yeah, I mean, you can do certain things like, you know, even yes. just preventing them from getting the squid face, right? Like, you can prevent them from getting you some of the You can silence it. Yeah, you, yeah. And, or steal it, whatever, you know. You can um, freeze the face. Or you, you yeah. kill the weapon and then you kill yeah. the squid face. Yeah, yeah. But against quest mage or something, you so rely on just, oh, I have to get a lucky dirty rat. Like if you play a control deck, that's all you can do. Yeah. Like getting on board is irrelevant. Like pressuring them is irrelevant. Like everything is irrelevant if you're playing like. Just and and funny thing. enough, as a paladin now, uh, it uh, the secret doesn't really work because there's the one mana guy that gives you armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. God, that oh one, yeah, that true. one mana guy is so good. Like I'm, I'm so happy that they added that card to the to the set because it, it's, it's really good in quest mage yeah, yeah it's really good it's really good in yeah, a lot so of it. even just like it, it, even just like the the spell mage one right like uh but it, we won't see that much mm, of the yeah. big spell mage yeah so kind of going through this king's bane just in case folks are listening it's uh it's backstabs prep um shadow step deadly poison doomerang two of them uh one king's bane cavern shiny finder just to so you, you can you can get those weapons whenever you um, use them up leech poison sap cold light oracles si agents uh elven minstrels naga corsair south sea squid face captain greenskin biospine slayer vanish and valera there's there's like little differences like there's definitely variations that probably have different you know three cards probably but for the most part you know most of the main elements are uh, are in here uh with this current deck and, um, you know, I, I, the one thing I like about this deck is that, you know, historically, Milrogue has always been like this, this kind of really cool deck, right? And it's never been good just because you're just so susceptible in the beginning, you know, when you're playing that, that sort of deck. I feel like this, this deck does a good job of alleviating that to an extent. You know, like, you do have, like, this Legion Potion ability to actually heal some now as, as a... You know this this rogue you still have the elements that you had before with backstab and you know just boomerang you can add a flurry in here too in, in place of one of these cards and that's pretty good too so yeah. i i like that they made it better early game you know just a tiny bit better early game and you know mill rogue could actually be a thing i mean that'd be pretty i don't know as interactive as it is it's kind of entertaining to watch though whenever people are playing it yeah, because it's kind of new. Yeah. Like, that we haven't seen before. Pretty sure if the deck would get popular, like, in one month, even in one month, people would already get bored and complain about it a yeah. lot. Yeah. It can't be too powerful, and I don't think King's Bane Rogue is, is quite there. Yeah, because Cold Light Oracle, uh, like, as a card, doesn't give you that much power to be above everyone. Yeah. Like, there, there was no, historically, a deck that used Cold Light Oracle, and it was, like, top tier one deck. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely agree with that. Oh, no, that was that was, but it was pre Nux. What was it? Uh, it was uh, um, Backspace Rogue. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, good old Backspace yeah. Rogue. No, Backspace Rogue was good. Definitely taught you how to play aggro. Like I, I remember, 
I didn't really real. I, I remember thinking, man, I don't even know how to. I I never really knew how to play aggro right until I started playing backspace back rug. Um, but uh, but I figured with deck of the week, you know, we're gonna be doing deck of the week. We do it every week, and if you guys are wondering what that is, is we pick a deck, have everybody you know that wants to participate play it. And then we have a little mini Value Town show that we do on Mondays, like a real like 30-minute kind of thing where we just talk about like what our win rates were, what we learned from it. And I figured we'd do this one this week. So we, we'll do Kings Bane Rogue. I know we did Miracle last week, but, you know, it just fits because since we're talking about we'll have to do Rogue twice, twice in a row. So I'll post it on the patron site. Again, anybody can take part in it. Patrons are just like the, the guests on the show. So it's kind of something that we do for the, the patrons. Um, and you can find those on SoundCloud, by the way, soundcloud.com slash um, but okay, why don't we do some Mechatorx Workshop? So we got a couple cards here. We've got a uh, Hellhound, who's a uh, actually a member of the uh, uh, HS um, or the Harsom uh, community, and uh, he's got a couple of them. He makes a bunch of these cards, so I, I, I just picked a, a couple that we we could talk about. So first one is uh, a Warlock, and these are custom cards, by the way, guys. These are guys. This is more just like throw some ideas out there, see what you guys think. Uh, Warlock card, two mana, epic, mimic void, silence a minion, add a copy of it to your hand. What you think? Confuse. It's uh, the, the card from the, not confuse, it was priest card, right? Just with silence <laughs> on top of it. Um, yeah, pretty I much, was, right? Yeah. I don't it's, remember the name. It's mind, uh, it's some kind of mind no, no, thing, no. right? No? No. It uh, was something on C or not. C? Uh, chat, what is it? <laughs> What's the one where you could like basically copy, uh, you know, just whatever card, right, whatever minion, right, and then copy it to your hand? Convert. convert That's what yes. it is. Convert. Yeah. Yeah. So convert. So convert was never good enough by itself. So mm -hmm. convert with a silence, though. I mean, we're talking like void lords and stuff like that, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, but what would you silence you on if it's warlock card? Oh, mirror. It's, uh, see what yeah, else could you silence? Lyra? You silence you, you silence Lecky and get your own Lecky, GG. <laughs> That's nice. Nice one. Okay. I mean the mirror, obviously, there's a ton of ton of applications in the mirror. But maybe Antonitis or hmm. yeah. it's kinda interesting. I think it, yeah. I think the cards that don't give you value, they're not usually good ones and, and don't affect the board anyhow. Like sounds yeah, sounds effect is good, but I don't, I'm not a, like I'm not sure about convert effect. I, I don't think it's that strong. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the only I think the only thing I would you know argue for it is just that convert allows you to actually have a card that what you know that, that wasn't in your card or wasn't in your deck originally. So it mm -hmm. gives you some flexibility on top of the value. So you know, like a Rin. Let's just say you wanted to copy a Rin. You know, something like that. That's that's um it gives you some type of end game that you didn't even weren't even expecting to have. Yeah, it gives you some interesting type of games where like it's not it doesn't happen very often. So you kind of have um different game plans, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Go tricks a Tyrion. Yeah, Tyrion would be pretty good, man. Yeah, I'd take Tyrion. That'd be pretty nice. Okay. I, I, I don't I don't like I think such cards are super bad for the game. I, I always immediately think, okay. You play Mirror, he plays Nizov, right? You play Mimic Void on the Nizov and then go Twisting Nether and then play your Nizov next turn. It just seems so broken. And yeah. you would play this over Spellbreaker. I think it's a really good card, yeah. So I, <laughs> It's super powerful. Yeah, it's really powerful. So to your point, it, it would be... I don't know. It, it's definitely along the lines of what they have been doing, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if I yeah. actually did see a card like this. 
this would not even be like so broken in current state of ours. <laughs> it's it's like, pretty sad. Because, yeah. We have, we have pretty, pretty much every deck's infinite value, if you think about it. It's like value is like. Right. Not, like, it's not, not a every problem. deck. Not every deck. Like value. Yeah, we're for the play for the playable decks. Yeah. Like it's like the way how you beat value right now mainly is Rin. Like you just kill that deck. Wait, mm-hmm. what? Or just kill the opponent. <laughs> you just win. You just win. You mean you just just pressure them? No, you fast. Play, you, yeah. you play Rin. Oh, you kill that deck. Oh. Yeah, if you play control mirror, you can't just kill opponent ever or yeah, like yeah. outvalue him. There is it's yeah. impossible. Right, right. Got it. Like that's why control warrior is not seeing much play because before it was it was able to like outvalue any control deck, but now it's just impossible. Yeah, it just gets beat down pretty. Or I mean, well, I mean, it, it still has the infinite cycle. I mean, you 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 can outvalue everybody. You just can't stay alive long enough with with dead man's hand, right? I mean. Uh, the deck is not good. I mean, it, it just, but it's uh, an infinite. It's an infinite deck, though. Like, there's not that yeah, many. It doesn't matter. For example, big priest has so much value and so much pressure in the same deck. For example, like yeah. it would, like warrior can't do anything about it. Like you get destroyed. It's very similar with big druid, or like or jade druid, or uh, um, uh, yeah, rin. You just play rin and kill their deck. Yeah, and pressure them at the same time. It's right. crazy what the tier one decks are capable of doing right now. Yeah, well, they're they're dynamic, right? There's multi facets to them, and that's why it's so hard just to yeah. straight up counter them. But that's what makes it exciting. That's what makes at least events exciting, at least for me. Um, okay, so the next card that he has, he has Hellhound is another card, which is Elements Combined, and this is a Shaman card. Shaman needs help. So uh, this is a three mana spell. It's an epic. Adapt a minion for each of your totems. So this is something at least that's in the the uh, you know helps synergize with this whole totem theme that seemed to uh, appear this expansion. Um, yeah. So what do you what do you think? Bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I mean, the card by itself design is not bad, but um, the thing is, you know, like I tried to to think like how can you make multiple totems at the same time. So the only way is to play the the guy that summons totems for yeah. two mana mm-hmm. and get for him the brown effect the, the the other two mana guy. So it's like you maximum can summon like three totems per turn. <laughs> yeah, and the totems don't do anything unless yeah. you 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 get this card down. So uh, you, you need to have do... a minion on the board. You need other minion on the board. I, so, I think this so this should be attack. cheaper. I mean, this at least this should be cheaper. I think. No, nah, three mana is fine. It's like you have six mana to pull three totems, and then you have three mana to do this, so it's like nine mana combo. But uh, the problem is, you, you still don't have a minion that can attack this turn. I get. I guess you can play like Stontas Boar for a many mana, just get the yeah. key one. But adapt three times. Mm, not great. I played. I played yeah. a lot of dungeon run, and adapting <laughs> three times is not as strong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's actually very true. Okay, yeah, so I like this energy with the totems. I just think that, yeah, it needs to be something guaranteed, you know, or, or something a little bit more um, right off, like, immediate, too. Uh, any of this kind of combo element to Shaman, I think, just doesn't work. Like, they just need good cards just straight up uh, to, to really help the class right now. Uh, so, totem Golem. Yeah, dude, Tunnel Truck Totem Golem, let's bring it back, man. 
<laughs> it probably I mean, still no. would be only I mean, okay. <laughs> like like it, it still in the pre-draft meta, Totem Golem Tusker Totemic would be just average cards. Well, you know, you yeah, know I why, so, Gara. You know why? It's because evolution is like such a theme for Shaman that you know helps. You know, with with these cards that were understated, you know, body wise, so that you can get you know this this crazy deal. But those cards are different. Those cards are actually overstated for where they are for mana, so it wouldn't actually work properly for them. It's like seven seven, like four mana seven seven, right? Like that's terrible for for uh, evolve. Yeah, I was thinking about how, like, what kind of started mini would you even play right now with Overload for four mana? Like, would you play a four mana twelve twelve with Overload three? It's probably yeah, of course. <laughs> Come on, dude, kill of course you would. No, That's crazy no, dude. Good. How do you kill it? You would not play. Are you serious? You would not no, play you a four mana twelve twelve Overload three. You still get two mana the next turn. I guess I guess you guys have not played Shaman. Like Overload right now. No, I, if you Overload one turn right now, you lose the game. I actually played. I don't get a twelve twelve. <laughs> yeah, you do this with uh, spiteful summoner on curve. But it's six. Yeah, that's at six. Yeah, yeah, but you don't overload. Spiteful summoner curves. It's out. a pretty big deal to get. Uh, Come on, a twelve twelve on four. Gar, I mean, like, sure, okay, uh, I'll give you. Credit. With overload, no, 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 with overload. No, okay, the there is, is overload. Okay, there is overload, and I do get, I do understand that there is like early game removal in a lot of different classes, like priest and and yeah. you know even shaman. I mean, there there are ways to remove like big minions like that. And shaman has no curve before that as well. But but you know you would make up for the fact that it's overload by by you know playing giants and you 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 play other things that that synergize with overload. So it's not like you're just taking straight overload and that's it, right? Pretty so, sure someone would still suck even with four mana twelve turf with overload on it. All right, hey, that's we gotta question. take a poll on that. The card like, is good though. <laughs> 12, yeah, it would be great. Yeah, man, I'm gonna make that card next to Mechaturk Workout. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Oh my god. Okay, uh, next one we've got. Oh, this is funny. We've got a card from Andrew, who's a patron. It's Chronormu. So one wow. mana, one one legendary, and it's really pretty really cute legendary. Battle cry, return the game to two turns before and discard this card. So how do we do that? So do we we, we so basically go back in time like and bring back the board state? Yeah. yeah. Okay. People people read like put the cards back in the deck, the two cards they draw. Well, maybe it's get the cards back in the hand. But is that interesting? This is actually pretty cool. It, I I like cool. I like at least. I kind of wish that we wouldn't reset what the cards we draw. I kind of. But I think it's yeah. too powerful. Yeah. Because so, imagine like you're playing uh, like as a control deck against Agra, and then you're like dying, literally dying. Yeah. And then you just play this card and you're like back to 20 HP or something. But everybody still gets back pressure. the same cards they played though, right? So literally the only the benefit that you get is you kind of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Like if it's literally just rewinding, everybody still has the same cards. But you cards. have information about opponent's hand as well. Yeah, so you do you have information. Like, yeah. 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 You For can example, play the same scenario. Imagine you go all in against Divine Favor. And then you get blown up by divine favor, and then you go back to turn. Yeah, no, that, that would totally because like sometimes you take a chance, right? Sometimes yeah. you're like, you know what? Like I'm just gonna I'm playing the odds. I gotta take a chance. Or, here. or, or right now against like pre pre nerf against corridor creeper, right? You get yeah. blown up by double corridor creeper, and then you're like, okay, I'm gonna turn around. No, that is pretty cool. But what kind of deck would you play this in, though? You know, like it's a Basically cool tool. Control decks. 
Control yeah. decks for sure. Yeah, maybe like a yeah, some kind of control that has a... maybe it works in like combo decks as well. Like if you think about it, Kingsbane Rogue, you go for one line and it didn't work out, and then you can but usually you can go so many different lines, right? And then you just go for a completely different line. The only problem I see it's one mana. So like if you play it on like turn eight, let's say, yes, you get back to two turns before, so basically your turn gets reset or what? It's like eh, or we have still seven mana to play with. Um, I think that so officially, I think it would reset it two turns from where you are. So I would expect that you would reset it two turns and maybe like one man, you know, one mana is like I mean, whatever then mana. The card should say uh, end the turn as well, like kind of ends the turn. Yeah. So you have to play it last. Um, it's either that or it just it just like wherever you are mana wise, like if you. Yeah, I mean, well, there's a little bit of ambiguity well, the there. Yeah, mm, it's kind of weird. Like Forbidden Ritual and Forbidden Shaping, just like yeah. it costs um, like the all the mana, basically. You yeah. Have. Yeah, yeah. But so I you, you could do it either way. You could do it either way. And an end, end turn, or you could just like reset it. It's still your turn, but you have that mana cost. You know, like I mean, it doesn't mana. matter what you yeah. do if you play the card anyway. Yeah. I, I think the card is great. I think it's because cool. it costs yeah. a card. As well, right? It's yeah. not broken yes. because you have to play the card. Yeah, it's it's really good in aggro if you if you play into you know like a dragonfire potion or a you know a, a psychic scream, and then now you know, so you don't invest any more into the board. Yeah, you know that sort of. But thing. you can't not play into psychic scream. I know, but still, <laughs> so like back to it. Yeah, but still, like you can at least maybe save a card or two in your hand. You know, like I mean, I you can you can at least make that evaluation, right? Instead of just yeah. going all in, and you know, you you know you lose, right? <laughs> Imagine you do it against Victory, it goes like Wycroft into Ramp into Nourish into, into killing you, and you're like, okay, or maybe you would reset RNG as well, right? Like if Are someone goes spiteful summoner, like if someone goes spiteful summoner gets a twelve twelve, and you rewind, uh, that's... he could get he could get. Well, that's a good question. Does it reset RNG? That of course, another yeah, card. also Cardro, right? Ooh, what he gets from the top. that's kind of cool, dude. This card's cool, dude. This card's yeah. really cool. <laughs> I don't know if it falls into the accessibility go, thing, but this is really. Imagine cool. you go all in on your Yorks around. It doesn't mean that the game and then you go to the <laughs> Well, Yogg's going to be gone. We don't know where he's going <laughs> soon. So. Yeah, that would be, that'd be pretty cool. Another try. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. This, is, this is Mulligan. They, this is a Mulligan in a different way. <laughs> this is Mulligan card form, basically. Um, okay, yeah, great. Yeah, that, that was a really cool card, Andrew. But anyways, thanks, Hellhound and Andrew, for submitting the, the cards. And uh, if you're interested in sending us you know, cards for future Mechatorx Workshop, go ahead and email those to valuetown at chamanby.tv and we'll definitely uh, try to get the best ones on the show. Um, okay, last thing that we've got today is we've got Q&A. We've got a question from Ahmad uh, or Ahmed N, as usual. How do you rate Secret Mage, Spiteful Priest decks to target Warlock? I think Secret Mage is not a good to target Warlock yeah, because you can't have one magic card called uh, Plated Beetle with Umbra, and then you you, you, you yeah. just out arm out heal every, every damage Secret Mage yeah. puts, and like the only like key to success, you just need to to get this Word Lord on the board like as as soon as possible, and after that you just play all those like Umbra Beetle, Umbra Mister Signatures, uh, Spell Stones. Yeah, but people, but people are playing like a polymorph potion and double polymorph right now and pyroblast list. They they like a very anti warlock list 
because they don't have to fear agro anymore because of no credit creepers, no patches and whatnot. And it depends on how greedy the warlocks take against each other as well. Like if, yeah, that's true. If, if people drop beetles, like I wasn't playing beetles, but I was playing beetles before just because agro is weaker, right? And then mage gets good again because they play very little healing, they have the polymorphs and just burn you out. That's also true, but you can also just text either of secrets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. I think this is what will push out secret mage. It's the number one tech out either of secrets. Yeah, it's very good because right? it, it relies on that you know the explosive runes right for a lo just some damage. So getting rid of those and obviously the tempo on the board too is huge. Uh, what about spiteful priest? I, I I historically have done well with spiteful priest against warlock, but spiteful priest is worse now. So is is it? Still decent against Warlock? I was playing it pre-patch on Asia. Um, I was winning most of the games against Spiteful Priest as a yep. Q block. Hmm. Um, but it, it, it's mostly because you can cheat cheat mana really hard. Like, they have no way to deal with Doom Guards. So basically, if, if you get the weapon, you basically win against Spiteful Priest. Yeah. They can't really stop the Doom Guard cubes like, and just going on to your face. Um, right now... Like it's still like it's probably the same matchup as it was before. Like, Bomber doesn't is not a big deal in the matchup. It's all mostly about spiteful and uh, operatives, like what operatives gets. Um, mm -hmm. I got some interesting things against uh, the, even against like Dragon Priest as well uh, from uh, operatives. Like uh, you know they play operative, they get uh, cube, and then just like potion. <laughs> Twilight Acolyte Potion Man is your Void Lord, and then just cube it. And they have two cubes, you have no none. That's um, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, so Operative is still a pretty big deal against uh, Control Warlock. Yeah, but... I hate that card. Mm -hmm. Going away soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it will be the same matchup. Uh, even though I, I'm not a fan of uh, Spiteful Summoner deck, I think it's it's too... It's Curve Stone, man. Yeah, it's Curve Stone. I, yeah. I don't like those type of decks. Yeah, it's it's definitely the... I don't know, it's kind of like this powerful deck that it was is somewhat accessible to, so I, that's the reason I didn't really Secret mind Paladin. it so much. Secret, Pal Secret Paladin. Yeah, it's the same, it's the same yeah. Uh, yeah. archetype. Yeah, that's, I see what you mean, yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's had its place, but, you know, there, it was good that we had more powerful decks around it, too. Otherwise, it would have been terrible for Hearthstone if it was outright the most powerful deck ever uh, or just in the, in the current era that would be bad uh okay yeah so you know hopefully that answered your question ahmed uh and again any other questions you have go ahead and email us too but i think we're gonna wrap up that's it man we kind of got through the the talks pretty quickly um i'm kind of excited to get back on the ladder too and try some i've been having too much fun with the big freeze man <laughs> i don't know if, i don't love the big freeze but there's something that feels good about just taking Void Lords when, you know, it's a control warlock and they're just trying to faceless things and I'm just like stealing them left and right. There's something too uh, too satisfying about that. Actually, before the patch, it kind of predicted that it's gonna be like Big Priest is gonna be a thing for sure. You think so? Okay, yeah. it's good. I, I mean, it's, it's gonna be good. Which one? In some, I think uh, Big Priest is still is still gonna be good in some way on another. Yeah, like, it at least it, we will see it in tournaments for sure. It doesn't get affected much by the reset either, I don't believe. So, 
Uh, I think we lose Barnes. We lose Barnes. Barnes is a big deal. That's all. You lose Isharash and Barnes, right? Yeah, yeah, Isharash. Yeah, but but there's probably going to be there's probably going to be some other big. I mean, I think Barnes is more important than Yasharaj, actually, because I, I think there will be another crazy giant minion that they'll come out with. But Barnes being a you know mana cheat basically for it, you know, in, in an indirect way, I, I think that is something more rare. You know, we, we don't see that very often. You don't know, we lose Dragonfire as well? Uh, do we? I guess we do, right? Yeah, I guess we do lose Dragonfire. We still got Sighting Scream. I mean, Priest has so much removal; it's like stupid, anyways. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Try that out, guys. It's, it's pretty good if you if you're having problems with Warlock right now. Actually, I've done well against Aggro too with it, surprisingly. Yeah, but you lose to Secret Nation. I think that's the number one problem for Big. Uh, you, you actually was like a mm, Big no. Priest. I think it was favored against Secret Nation. I run double greater. I guess now against the 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 thing, mm -hmm. uh, the potion of Polymorph is kind of harder. Actually, it doesn't matter because you summon it for free. Just run double greater, man. Just go crazy greedy. Like, yes, just literally exactly. double greater healing, and you will Remember not lose the Remember the sixth story. Yeah. Sunglass was playing it right, and he was winning mm -hmm. against Secret Mages. Mm -hmm. Yep. Secret mages only have so much damage, so if you can, you know, uh, uh, like make sure you account for it, you're fine. Yeah, right? you know. I mean, it's two hero decks against each other. You never beat Alunef. It's zero chance. Pretty no, sure. you beat it no, by out healing it. the thing. Bad you never beat. Alunef. You don't beat uh, early curve. Like yeah. if they just go mana yes. worm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just if die. you lose like a double mana worm, yeah, you lose to that. I give you that. But yeah. But um, if it's late game, I mean, it's closer. It's a close game if they have a, a Luneth like all the way down to, to cards and you go into they go into fatigue. Those are really exciting games. But if they don't get it like super early, then you know you pretty much handle. Once you start getting your big minions down, you pretty much win, right? I can so. tell. I played Big Priest um, um, like in December quite a lot. Um, the, the the thing that it was losing to is just Sagra. You get smoked by Paladins, especially mm -hmm. by Morlock Paladins. Uh, you just don't have a, like if you don't get answers to board until turn six, you you just die. Yeah, you have no way yeah. to. The graders help a little bit to buy you like maybe one turn. Yeah, just to stabilize. Yeah, one, I literally turn. just like just heal myself sometimes just to buy one turn if I have like a dragon, you know, mm -hmm. fire potions and and or a scream. But if you can scream one time, you just win. Like it's. It, it's generally yeah, how if I've you get to turn seven, you already won. Like yeah. that's pretty much how. Yeah, it's that's yeah. what's frustrating about that deck. It's like yeah, most you games you just lose. feel like I can't do anything after you get to seven, turn seven. I'm just dead. Like it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Most games you lose turn five when you lose turn mm -hmm. five. Six. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, let's uh, wrap things up, Nyria. This is fun, man. I mean, def definitely need to have you on. Like, like I say that like a lot, but we definitely need to have you on again. Like, <laughs> see you in two years in, in the coming months. Yeah, not two <laughs> years. Twenty twenty. Oh, God, like how how does that happen? How do people not come on for two? For years, man, I don't just, man, this is crazy. It's my bad. In it's definitely my bad. Would be great. Yeah, it's completely my bad. But um, you know, Naria, we definitely you know had a great time rooting for you this past year and at Worlds. Kind of wish Worlds a little bit better for you, but I know you're gonna make it there again this year. So I'm I'm no, not worried about it's gonna about be you. next year. It's like one one. Um, oh, every other year? Okay, yes, it's every other year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just follow the tradition. Yeah, it's, it's time to it's time to break tradition, man. <laughs> Both you and Gara be there, right? That'd be good. That'd be great. Um, but any shout-outs you want to do before you take off? Nah, it's fine. Shout-out to Radu. Radu? Okay. We are not slow anymore. <laughs> We're if not you know what I mean. We're not slow anymore? Uh-oh. I don't, I don't know that inside joke there. but It's from Trinity. 
from you guys as slow. Oh, we're not slow anymore. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good old Radu. Obviously, friend of the show too. Uh, Gara, how about you? Shout out. Also, also, big shout outs to Adiu. Uh, <laughs> just have Radio on the show. Jeez. Yeah. And, and that's about it. Just shout out to Adiu. Okay. Uh, and for me, just everybody that's watching, obviously, and everybody that supports the show, at, you know, the patrons, especially at patreon.com slash value town. Um, you know, you guys for doing the show with me. And if you guys want to find the VODs, you can still find the VODs at youtube.com slash chamanv. Um, you can find the, uh, the audios just for all the folks that listen on iTunes, Google play, soundcloud.com slash cham If you want to, uh, leave us a, a rating, a five-star rating that helps a lot. So please do, cause that would, that'd be amazing. Um, and a uh, big shout out to hsreplay.net obviously for, um, you know, just, just being, you know, uh, just kind of helping us with, with, uh, doing these shows every single week too, and, um, providing us just all the stats and everything. That's awesome. Go to the site, sign up now, guys, subscribe too if you want to get the, like just the, the best, uh, up-to-date stats that you can possibly get for your, um, you know, just your play and become a better player. You know, I, I think that having the right deck is uh, really important for becoming, or at least getting as high as you can on the ladder. But that's going to be it, guys, for Value Town number 154 this week. So for Nyria, Gara, and myself, Champion B, we'll see you next week. See you.